Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? No, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more visit joinaccountingplus.com and welcome to distractable this week the gents attempt to become the troubled soul mark has a meltdown state's patience is a virtue but punches through strains cinnamon crunchy wade tricks the lads into making his own sign and gives sagacity via twizzlers bob still hates his fridge freezes boob milk and rejects new ideas. From hot yoga to percussive double fisting. Yes. It's time for Just Relax. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back for another episode of Distractable. That's right. We're here and you're here and that means it's time for this to happen. Anyway, my name is Bob. I'll be your host for this week, obviously. And uh, as always, I'm joined by Mark and Wade, who will be my competitors for this week. If you've never seen this before, all three of us are technically hosts. uh, But whoever won the last episode because of points is the host host or the most host. And the other two are really more like ghost hosts. And they compete in this episode to see who will get to host the next episode. So, yeah, obviously, that's how it works. And if you didn't know that, where have you been? Because we've been doing this for a while. Uh, anyway, hey, Mark, Wade, what's up? Uh, not much. Yeah, I'm glad we got the ostracization of new viewers and listeners out of the way. We don't want anyone new in here. Get out. Turn around and leave. You already missed it. 
You missed. It's over. <laughs> the best days of Distractable are way behind us. We got nothing good coming. We peaked at hair. It's still good. It's still good, right? The the AC kicked on just in time. See, this is what the quality's going to be like. It's just really you. You should abandon all hope. I'm feeling much better. Oh, yeah. You were sick. Very sick. Theoretically. Says you. I need to read bald. You can see the fuzzles coming in because I've had to be isolated. We didn't say anything about that. Do you actually have hair? Are you a fake bald? I'm like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. How? Expound. The taste you can see. You can see the flavor. Taste me. I don't want to taste it. Please? I don't want to taste it. <laughs> Think about the views. Unless it's for points, I'm not going to do it. When I'm host, just you wait. Aw, <laughs> oh, babe. I like your little fuzzles on your head. Thank it's the you. taste I can see. It is. <laughs> Yum. No points for that, though, because that's... A not a taste I want to see. I don't know if I've told you guys I have a baby. Have I talked much about him and how he never sleeps? Uh, you've mentioned that thing once or twice. So it, does, it, does it have a name? Nah, well, I forget. And you know what I've learned about babies is they do not know how to get a goddamn job. Tell you what. Amen, brother. <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone already in the subreddit is like, here's all the tips about sleeping. Did you put him in a bed? We looked up about how babies sleep. We tried that stuff. Doesn't work on him. All right, beds don't work on babies. Got that. Duly noted. What about like a whiskey or something? Isn't that supposed to help? This is the old man tale. Old husband's tales, yeah. Maybe it's a stay-at-home dad. Maybe it's a modern family. Maybe it is an old husband's tale. I don't know. Sounds like stuff is going pretty good for you guys. You got any stressors? Anything stressing you out? Yeah, movie. Movie busy, movie tough, you know, I know it's very much like me, you know, like Wade complaining about COVID with me talking about this movie all the time, but I just got to say, you know, I don't think those are the same, actually. I feel like you pursuing a life's passion and me bedridden with COVID are two different things to compare, <laughs> compare, complain about. I'm not judging you for your passions. Look, whatever you want to do. My whole life, <laughs> I've wanted this. I've had swine flu, bird flu, cockroach flu. That one's pretty rare. <laughs> I got COVID now. Uh, that was probably Omicron. I got to get the other variants. He's going to collect the infinity stones of variants. My bucket list is just getting <laughs> all the disease. I want to be the Ash Ketchum of illness. Ash is out. Ash is What happened? To, what are you talking about? Pokemon. <laughs> Didn't Ash like retire or something? Is no longer appearing in the series or whatever. There's a new main character for the first time. His name's like... Bash Fletchum. Go get ems. Gotta get some all. You know. <laughs> get <laughs> Stevie, get them all. <laughs> He's gotta get them all. It's his name. It's Stony Kidnaps. Gotta kidnap them all. He no longer catches them in the wild. He catches them in people's houses. Whippy abductor. He whips the Pokeballs <laughs> and abducts those poor animals. And what about you, Wade? Any stresses? Sounds like Mark's pretty stressed out with some serious real life stuff, not like COVID. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing. I've been locked in my house for like two weeks since we got back. Uh, we got family visiting here soon, so I gotta, like, clean house. It's like, oh, I feel better. Time to clean toilets. So that's my week coming up. Very exciting stuff. It takes, like, five minutes to clean a toilet. What you... This house has five. I live in a house with five toilets. I have a man who has five toilets. Wow, man, that's good. And I've replaced <laughs> them all once, so technically I've owned ten in this house. Yeah, all of them flood. That's your only superpower. Just take such prolific shits that no toilet will survive for long. Anytime anybody listening ever has a water issue, I get tweeted and blamed for it. 
Like anytime someone's like, I spilled my coffee at work. It got my desk wet. Drowned man curse. It's like, I don't think so. Yeah, I couldn't imagine what that must be like. Mm-hmm, and Mark yeah. definitely has no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing like that. Anyway, Bob, how's your fridge? Uh, it's fine. Actually, you know what? It's still a piece of shit. And I hate it every day. All right. <laughs> Just stand there hating it. It alternates between flooding the bottom that I have to uh, wet vac out and then clean up and icing in the bottom so that the bottom drawer freezes shut. So I have to almost break it to get it out to then scrape the ice out. It's such a piece of garbage. Oh, wait, I was going to talk about I, che- I teased this on, on uh, Twitter. I got we got a freezer. Yes. In the garage. Wow. We got another appliance delivered. That was a while ago. And I never I realized I never talked about it on the podcast. And I think you'll come to see why. Um, so Mandy is breastfeeding, uh, James. And so part of that is you you want to get ahead and save some. Uh, and our freezer is like jam full as it is. The freezer on the bottom of our fridge is like full to the very top. So we were like, well, we need some freezer space. And that would be nice to have for food as well as for breast milk purposes. So we got just like a little freezer to go in the garage. just like an extra chest uh, space freezer thing. I looked out, I measured all the dimensions, and, and it was going to fit in this spot perfectly, and there was a plug for it and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not going to Lowe's this time. So I ordered it from Best Buy. Mm. And uh, it turned out I actually had to be out. I think I had to take the baby to a doctor's appointment. So I had to be out of the house when the delivery happened, which is fine. Uh, and so they called me, and they were like, we'll be there in 30 minutes. And I was at the doctor. And I texted Mandy, and I was like, it's happening. Get ready. Get some clothes on or whatever, because you might be in your PJs, because it was, like, in the morning still. And, uh, yeah, so the guys from Best Buy showed up with the correct freezer, took all the packaging off, rolled it into the garage, plugged it in, turned it on, and it started working, and there was no problems whatsoever. (laughs) I like to imagine it was the same two guys, but they got fired from their last job after all the shenanigans. But they've learned and grown as people, and they just had a good installation. But they saw your house, and they were like, not again. Those geniuses will never learn. They know how to do their job. (laughs) Just got to measure it and see if it'll fit. So, yeah, uh, get your appliances from Best Buy, I guess. I didn't know they sold appliances. They do. They they partner. Yeah. They like acquired a company or something. So technically, it's called like Pacific something appliances or something like that. But it's part of Best Buy. You buy. The yeah, there's stuff. always a whole section in Best Buy that we all cognitively ignore. Yeah, and we never go over to that dark side where the shadows touch. Beyond the DVDs and CDs, there is a mm-hmm. section where they have Dyson vacuums and refrigerators. It's and like whatnot. the Beyond of Bed Bath and Beyond, but it's just like the the Best Buy. I don't know what would come after Best Buy. What would be the secret name of the dark? forbidden zone of best buy great purchase excellent procurement <laughs> this is oh. the it's the stony grabs them of best buy <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love I, I was I, I assuming there would still be a lawsuit about that but i love the idea of so we'll just be like yeah best buy huh exceptional requirement <laughs> that can't you can't say that's the same it's different acquisition acquisition is a better word whatever call me if you're trying to make that business but anyway the freezer thing was a total lie because i wasn't an idiot i didn't bother to go to lowe's like an idiot would i I feel like that's a little slanderous of lowe's i don't i don't think lowe's is to blame it's whoever they hired right they hired them they could hire anyone they want well technically you hired them too people who know how to deliver a fridge people who don't know how to deliver a fridge the options are endless 
people who recognize that a bush is a physical object and not just a ghostly manifestation or a projected hologram that you could walk right through without any consequence. All varieties of people could deliver appliances for Lowe's. They made their choices. I hope we don't have to cross that bridge where Lowe's is like, man, we want to sponsor this podcast. There's no dark, <laughs> deep secrets lurking in the midst of these episodes, right? Hey, man. Right? Yeah, okay. I, I could bury the hatchet. As long as they don't try and send me any more fridges. Yeah, that's the sponsorship. They don't pay us. They just send us a fridge. Wade, what was your stressor? Your toilets? No, your family's coming, and you have to clean five toilets. Well, getting over... I, I don't know. You made me... You put me on the spot. It's like, well, I've just been in my house isolated for, like, two weeks, so... Put you on the spot. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Were you not prepared to be on a podcast? I'm sorry. I didn't get to live a very interesting <laughs> life. I should have tried harder last hey, week. You can make, make stuff up. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The Fire Nation attacked, so I'm over here trying to uh, waterbend <laughs> to hold off the, the horrible invasion. Look, man, I don't mean to, like, harp on you for not living an exciting life, but, like, did you see a movie? Did you get out of the house? Did you go see the sun? I can't get out of the house. Yeah. I've been isolated. But you can do stuff in your house. I watched the latest mm -hmm. episode of The Mandalorian. That's good. Did you work on anything cool? I put pepper on my food that I had delivered. <laughs> That's about the most effort I've put into anything in the last <laughs> two weeks. That's big for you, man. That's big I'm not for trying you. to call you. No, it's apologize. fine. It's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. So we all have stressors, various types and levels. And you know what? Life is hard. I did do one thing. <gasps> you guys remember, you guys know Dan the Piano Man from our tour. Music is code. Shout out to his Twitch channel and everything. Music is code. I went to his stream and he's like, oh, hey, Wade, you have any requests? And I was like, what's the, he was playing like saxophone and piano. I was like, I didn't even know you could play saxophone. And he's like, yeah, we want to make a request. And I was like, what would be the worst song to ask? Like, what would be the hardest thing to ask you to play? Just do Careless Whisper, the George Michael song with like the... The sex saxophone section. I was like, yeah, he can't play that. But then he played it and he did really well. So I stole a clip of him playing it. And then I took a clip from The Last of Us where Ellie tells Joel that doesn't suck. And I put it on his clip and I edited it in Premiere Pro and I sent it to him. And that's the first thing I've edited in like six years. Is that what you were editing when you were like, God, I can't remember how to do this. This is it hard. It took me about an hour and a half to figure out how to crop, move, and resize. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, it's oh, been a man. while, okay? I had to put the training wheels back on. I'm glad it was something so important. I'm, at least you put in the effort. I've also got to point out Premiere Pro is vastly different now than it was in 2016. That is true, I suppose. That is true. Yeah, so I had to relearn how it's all laid out and how you do things it took a minute no i did it i like i get that six years away but it's like it, it is a marvel to me that you a content creator have not touched an editing program in six years which just to me just blows my mind but i know that's more commonplace nowadays than it has been in the past you'll see people that start like channels and sooner than ever they turn to like hiring editors which is nothing wrong with that i have three editors you know there's lixian marcus and rachel and they all work in conjunction to help make my videos and the stupid stuff i give them into better stuff but i still edit like on a very regular basis I, i'm always like opening premiere and closing it and doing random stuff and editing an entire tv show that i but that's a whole nother story. I like how you start off like nice and coherent, but like as you get upset <laughs> thinking you like <laughs> it's just like I turn into a grumbly old man. Just... <laughs> no, Dana's been editing my stuff for like eight years now, which is wild to think about. Because like it still feels like I 
edited so many of my videos. I'm like, man, she's only been editing me for a little while. And it's like, no, it's been like three fourths of my career. She's been editing now, which is wild to think about. Good God. But I never liked editing and I was always bad at it. And I was never good at thumbnails and I was always bad at it. So I just very glad to hand that off. I'm not good at many things other than talking and being witty. But you get better at it. I will say I, I got a lot better. I got more better at Photoshop than I ever did at Premiere. It's hard because I compare myself directly to you, Mark. No matter, no amount of practice would make up for the creative skill gap between where I am and where you are. Because I always, I'm like, I'll make this thumbnail. The game has this, this character and this And then I look at your thumbnails and stuff that you've done. And I'm like, oh, my ideas are bad, aren't they? No, no, I, I go, I go easy on some of my thumbnails. Definitely. It's just like, I know a few tricks. That's all I've ever learned um, is just a few tricks in editing programs. Well, in Photoshop specifically, I don't do anything right, but I get a good end result. But with Premiere, like uh, it's like editing is fun to me and making those thumbnails is like part of the creative process. Cause if I was fully detached from it, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be very happy with it. Um, just because I like to like still feel like I'm part of the process in general. I don't like to feel like I'm a part of anything. My own videos, my streams, this podcast, I'm as disconnected as possible. That's why I listen to Shakira while we record this. <laughs> I would explain a lot about what? the attention span. That would make a lot of sense. Late end of the audio is us in the distance is like, <laughs> oh baby, when you dance like that. <laughs> He's just got really good at canned responses and he knows that he doesn't need to participate. <laughs> you do that sometimes, right? Because you do the thing that you do sometimes is you're trying to think of your own response if we're like riffing or something, and then someone will be like la 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 right Wade, and I swear to God you're just like ah yeah that reminds me of uh <laughs> something and then you just move on. So sometimes it's because I'm caught on something that was said a while ago. Sometimes I just zone out, but sometimes you guys will be talking about something I don't fully understand. And it's just like, well, I don't want to make them go through and explain this. If this is like common knowledge that everyone else has, like for the audience. We could explain it. Yeah, but it always comes with that little bit of like judgment of like, wait. This is a, this is a, this is a show about us talking to each other. We would happily explain whatever to you. Plus, I think you would probably, you might not know enough to know. I think listeners would probably find it quite funny to hear Mark or I try and explain some of the things that we talk about like we know about them. Mm -hmm. And then if you ask one question and we're like, ah, well, um, actually, and the listeners are like, wrong, wrong, that's wrong, factually incorrect, wrong. Everyone would enjoy that. They do like proving us wrong. I like learning things, but sometimes it's just easier to give a canned response. And I'm known for it at this point. Is that a canned response? <laughs> <laughs> and now there's a video component. I feel like I owe it to people for them to see my canned response come in. Like, I owe it to the audience for them to see it live. Also, Molly just delivered a uh, hot chocolate to me. So if you guys were wondering what I was doing there, I was getting a delivery. We didn't even notice you were yeah, distracted. I, I couldn't tell. You because I'm a professional. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy your hot chocolate. Don't burn your, don't burn your lippies. Uh, I think we have established, I guess, that life is stressful, and specifically our lives are stressful, and sometimes it's really good to just take a minute and relax. So I want to lead you guys in a little uh, relaxation. I just want to do this. Listeners, you can play along at home unless you're driving your spaceship. Don't crash your whatever. 
don't know if you guys have seen all the memes on the subreddit <laughs> now, but did you see the train one? <laughs> uh, too soon, too soon, guys. Oh right, of course. Calm down with the train jokes, <laughs> but yes, that yeah, I saw that. But yeah, so we're gonna do this. Is called progressive muscle relaxation. I'm just gonna do like a quick, like 60 second demo, and uh, listeners can participate. And this, just just listen to my voice, follow my instructions. I'm not gonna do anything terrible to you, and uh, and we can all relax for just a moment. Excellent. So sit up straight, comfortable posture, but upright. And I want you to start, we're going to start in your hands. What I want you to do is take both of your hands, you can have them comfortably at your sides, wherever is comfortable, and that's fine, and clench them into fists slowly and feel every muscle all the way from your fingertips, up your knuckles, into your the meat of your hands, up to your wrist. Feel every muscle clench into a fist and hold that. Almost. Our eyes closed or open? Open is fine. Just as long as just be comfortable. I'm closing them. That's fine. And then feel that clench and then take a deep breath in. And when we exhale, I want you to release all the muscles in your hands. Let your hands settle. Breathe in. And exhale and release the tension in your hands. You'll feel your fingers maybe tingle a little. Feel your hands like a wave of relaxation. You might even feel it in your forearms. I felt my gut release longer than I would have liked. That's allowed. That's okay. What, what about our gut? Are we holding our guts? What's happening? Oh, no. It just it was it was sucked in, and then I breathed out, and it grew again. That's called breathing. Yeah. I did that. I think this episode's going to go really well. Do you feel relaxed? Well, I was, and then I'm concerned about what's going on with Wade's body, which is never a good state to be in. Like, I probably should be eating donuts. What? the hell i'm glad everyone is taking this very seriously uh so anyway that was progressive muscle relaxation usually you do that for more like 15 20 minutes half an hour or something you hold your breath that long your hands and then your arms nope and then your feet and you know you move around it's it's a way of tensing and then relaxing your muscles and who wants to go first i thought we already started uh no i started uh but i'm just gonna go ahead and say Wait, since you paid such close yes. attention, I'd like you to go first. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock for you, and I'd like you to lead us in Wade's very special progressive muscle relaxation routine. Relax us, Wade. All right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Hold your arms out to your side. Yep. Okay. Lift your right arm up a little bit, like hand, elbow up. And then like slowly what? lower and it and do a wave-like motion like this. Okay. Ow. They're supposed to be popping? I don't think so. Yeah, I got a lot of popping. I think you guys need to see a doctor. Is it one or two? Yeah, do, do, do I keep doing the wave? Does the wave go back and forth? Okay, Okay. now we can stop. Can we bring <laughs> our arms in and kind of cross them over our chest? And now we wait the rest of the time and see which one of us dies first. What? Why would one of us die? We'll find out. You have, you have, you have like a whole, you have like half your time left still, like a whole minute. Why are one of is one of us gonna die? Well, this, we'll find out in a minute. Is this position like stopping the heart? All right, now, uh, now do with your feet what Bob had you do with your uh, hands. Pull your toes in, kind of clench your toes slowly till you feel it in your feet and your ankles. Breathe ah, in. Jabs. And then as you breathe out, relax. Oh. Now you can uncross your arms. Oh. Put your two thumbs together 
like this. Like you're making like a little field goal, but like not flat, but like elevated. Thank you all for making W's for weight. I appreciate that. And I uh, concede the rest of this uh, few seconds I think I have left. I feel better. Do you guys feel better? I mean, the, the feet thing kind of worked, I guess. Well, my arms feel looser. My mind feels better seeing you all make W's. Everything feels better for me. It was more of a everyone like supposed to feel better at the same time. I feel concerned. Well, don't you feel better? We lived. Mm -mm. I don't feel like worse, I guess. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff. No, nope, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just... Pay me a dollar on Apple Cash. See how easy that was. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more visit joinaccountingplus.com all right mark it's your turn well i gotta get over this lingering sense of doom hanging over my shoulder use your process to help yourself relax I just have a donut i don't have a donut can i have a donut wait you have to participate and take it seriously okay because we yeah, you gotta take it seriously well, sure. we gotta mm. see how effective it is mark and i did mm. yours you gotta do mark okay okay. Mm -hmm. okay all right mark go so it all centers on the breath. We don't realize how much stress we carry in our shoulders. So as you deeply breathe in, feel your shoulders rise up and then breathe out and drop your shoulders down, low as they can go. Down, down, down. Now we're gonna do that again. And out, down, lower, 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 lower. Keep your head up high, though. Keep your head up high, and your 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 shoulders are going down. Your shoulders are going down, lower. Let them dangle. Okay, back straight, head up high, breathe in. And then down and out and down and down. Keep going down and down and down. Let those shoulders drop and drop and 
fall out of your sockets as if gravity is just doubled in intensity in your arms. You couldn't lift them even if you tried. Fan again. Hang out. Now, you're in this position where your arms are as low as they can go. And what you're going to try to do with your head up and your back straight and your arms is down as low as they can go, bring your, if you're seated, bring your hands, cup them in your lap so that your forearms are resting, but your uh, your shoulders are still as low as they can be. Now, feel the breath as you come in. Breathe. And breathe out and try to keep it low, but just let go of any tightness holding it there. Your arms are supported by your lap, just letting your forearms take the weight of your shoulders. Keep your back straight, but don't force it. Everything is connected and stable. In again. And out. And just feel as you breathe out, every muscle relaxes in those shoulders that were tensed. And now they're just letting go. If your hands slide forward on your lap, that's fine. And time. Oh. Oh, that's good. You were so into it. You, you didn't even care. That was really good, Mark. Okay, good. Do you feel relaxed? I would take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. You know what? That's a danger of this episode. I uh, mm-hmm. Wake up, Wade. Okay. All right. Now everyone scream and really get really <laughs> tense for a minute. Okay. We got to retense every time. <laughs> oh, I remember the schedule and how much we have to do tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, chocolate. Breathe in and then panic about all the things that are due tomorrow and all the expectations that weigh heavy on your soul and all the people that are relying on you, but you haven't started the project yet. And they're, you're, they're just like, they're waiting for you and they think that you're going to do it, but you're, you confidently told them that you were all doing it and you were so well progressed already in the project, but you didn't even start yet. And as soon as you get home, you drop and curl up into a fetal position at, at all the panic and all the things that weighing down on you. And you ask yourself, why, why, why can't I just do it? Why do I have to lie to them? If I told them that I needed help, they would just give me all, but I don't why 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 that works okay cool i somehow feel more tense than when we started this that was good but then we can relax again that's good that's good that'll be useful that'll be helpful for you guys i gotta say that was a good that was a good warm-up different approaches different focuses if i'm judging based on which one made me feel most relaxed myself which i'm not uh mark did an excellent job but wade's created a lot of relaxation it was just all focused on wade so that's a tough call i feel like mark takes that first round yes so, yeah that's okay, right. okay but you've got time you you can expound on your theories wade you can do a lot wade, more do you feel tense you could do a lot more to relax yourself and i believe in you are the doubts creeping in maybe this whole episode is rigged maybe we weren't joking about like never letting you I, in again and maybe it was always it's not called the fairest episode ever so <laughs> who knows how fair it will be uh but anyway mm-hmm. yeah that's that's kind of the direction i want to go with today's episode i have some other techniques and we will get to them and some of them might be more difficult for you to improvise on the fly than that one was do any involve boats I mean, they could, but also they're going to happen here at our desks. So there's a limit to the boat the level of boatness. All right. Well, that's whatever. Uh, but before we get into more uh, activities, I guess I was curious. Do you guys have any of these sort of relaxation techniques that you currently employ? 
I I do I do progressive muscle uh, relaxation. There's an app that I use where there are like lead meditation type things, and this is one of the ones I like because it helps me relax and like get relaxed to sleep specifically because it relaxes all of my muscles in my body. Do you mm -hmm. guys do any relaxation stuff, meditate or anything? I don't. I haven't done it in a bit, but you know, uh, hot yoga is the one thing that comes to mind. And that's a, that's interesting, like in relating to uh, progressive muscle relaxation, because the whole thing is torture all the way through. So it's like a, a workout in a 110 degree room and you're just like sweating your ass off. You're you're dying in there. You're openly like, when is it going to end? When is it going to end? And then when they finally tell you to go into corpse mode and you lay on the ground and you can finally just sit there and you don't have to do any more poses by comparison to what you just endured it is so relaxing the contrast ah oh, i almost cry every time cuz i'm like thank god that's over that's i've always wondered if that's how hot yoga was and i think we've talked about that before cuz you did mm -hmm. this it is life. how it is yes that's exactly it how it is it sounds like it would be that unpleasant and i'm i guess i'm not a strong enough person, but what every time I think about it, I'm like, why would you, how do you want to do that? And it's for, I, it's like you're saying, I guess, for the comparative relief of once you've done it. He's a masochist too. He enjoys the punishment. But like, I just doing something that sounds that awful doesn't sound good to me at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. I would just, you know. It's not all bad. It's not all bad, uh, just because like there's probably some therapeutic benefits to sweating that much. And like, you know, you do get some impurities out that way. But, yeah, I wouldn't call it like that's the major focus of it. I think it just is like there's something uh, cool about being able to endure something and then get through it and know that you accomplished it. It's like a psychological thing where even if your life is kind of in chaos and you're you're not accomplishing your goals, at least you have a very tangible thing that was difficult and you overcame it and you finished it. And that's kind of like something that's nebulous in today's society where like a lot of people are working on projects that take like months and like progress isn't seen. At least it's one thing and you know you could go to class again and again you could do it many times and get better at yoga of course but um, it's one thing, one session, it's tough, just like a really tough workout. It's hard, but at the end of it, you, you do feel better than if you went to a workout, you feel incredibly relaxed just because mostly my goodness it's over, but also just like the heat, it does kind of lean oh, towards that. Well, I go through that whenever we record this podcast. Good. Then you walk away with a sense of satisfaction, right? It's like, oh, thank God it's over and I can go now. You know, you don't have to be part of this podcast if you don't want to. You, know, you don't have to no, be. No, I like it. It gives me a sense of accomplishment uh, and other things that you said. Oh, cool. Then let's go to hot yoga. All right. Come to Cincinnati and find it. Yeah. If Mark moves to Cincinnati, you and Mark hot yoga five days a week. I'll do it once a month. Twice a day. <laughs> I barely eat that much, man. I like eating. You think I'm going to do work that, that much? You don't eat twice a day? Not always. Sometimes it's one big meal. Usually it's two meals. But what about yeah. once that food's gone? I guess you just eat an ungodly amount of food. and it's Oh, yeah, lies. you just eat an ungodly amount of food. You get busy and it's like, well, it's too late to eat now. And you go to bed. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, there's plenty of time for hot yoga. Your schedule's wide open. I am very busy doing literally not that. Okay. But I'll go with you once and I'll see how it's, I'll see what it's like. I would go once and try it and see. Okay. All right. We'll do it. Bob, you in? I'll try. I might die. Don't worry. I prepared you for death earlier in my workouts. You don't have to do all the poses that they do because it just depends. I've been to some classes where the teacher's like, and invert your spine through your anus. <laughs> and, you know, it's like they're doing crazy stuff. And it's like, also, you could just lay there. And <laughs> <laughs> that's well, I've done I've done yoga at home 
because uh, like workout video type stuff yoga is always like there's always a yoga series alongside all the kickboxing and p90x and stuff and i was like oh god i'm so beat today let's just do yoga like let's just do that that can't be that hard right even in the home ones i'm always the one where it's like hey, do this or child's pose and i'm like god child's pose i can do that one god Jesus! Oh, it's just me a child's post teacher. You can't see me, and you're recorded. But I just want you to know I'm doing what you said. Oh God, yeah, no, I I would be interested to try hot yoga. I know that I would not enjoy it uh, because because I'm out of shape, but also because it sounds miserable. But I get that because I I like a workout. I like a hard lifting workout. There's something about that where it's like painful, and you push yourself, and you get to the end, and you're like, oh. I can't lift my arms, but that was good. Yeah, life needs contrast, I think. There's there's like too many things that are so static and stable in life. Like you need to have negative or positive stressors, I think they call it. That might be the term. Positive stressors just to adapt as a as a human being. I want to play more basketball. That's what I want to do. Is that a relaxation? Are you sure you don't have anything you do to relax, Wade? I mean, every now and then, like I, the only thing I can think of is sometimes I'll sit like back in my chair, I'll put my head back and I'll just like close my eyes, breathe out for a moment, and just, like, chill. And then, like, after a couple minutes pass, it's like, all right, back to it. That's legit. That's a thing. Do you, do you chant? Well, not chant, but do you think about anything or focus on anything in your <laughs> do mind? Do you chant? Is that a thing people usually do to relax? Hey, listen, we'll get to that. Trying to relax on Wade. You could do that in your head. I will say it was not a relaxation thing. It was more of a, a practice. I did that in college. I hung out with some friends who were into a, a particular sect of like Buddhism. And we did some stuff. And part of it was uh, chanting as a form of like meditative practice to just like focus and, and be mindful and stuff. It's pretty relaxing. So one one person would lead and we would all sort of follow. It wasn't that big of a thing and it was pretty simplistic. But we'd do it for like a solid half hour as a way to like start the day. It's actually pretty relaxing. I love the videos of like people standing in the middle of like a grand cathedral or a really like good space for reverberations and they're doing like a, a four part harmony chant. It's just like some of the most beautiful sounds you can get in the natural world, just from the human voice, uh, in my opinion, there, I mean, there are many extremely beautiful sounds that you can get from the human voice. Uh, but it's just like, I, I just love that. It is inherently relaxing. There's a reason why, you know, in Buddhist temples, if you ever have a chance to go to one, like they're chanting and like, you know, it's very peaceful and serene and like, it's just like, it's just very relaxing. We joke about the boat thing. I remember in, we had to take what, a mandatory health class, I think, in like seventh grade. And uh, one of the days our teacher was like, all right, everybody, close your eyes, relax. Think about a place that relaxes you. And water has always been that place for me, like the sound of running water. Like if I'm near a waterfall or flowing water, we actually like hear the water, like water leaking through the walls of your house. A little bit less so here. Uh, it's not really a natural flow sound. <laughs> Whenever it eventually hits something that it's not supposed to. It trickles. Like a big rainstorm, thunderstorm outside is relaxing. So every now and then I'll close my eyes and I'll like try to remember being like on the, the my grandparents' boat, just like sitting on the, laying on the front seat and just like feeling the waves or hearing like the water. Because on like a pontoon, you can like hear the waves kind of break on the front of the pontoons. Kind of sitting back and listening to that sound. Like, that was my place I would go to to relax whenever I used to do that kind of thing. 
was I remember being on the boat. But now anywhere we go where like there's flowing water or like a pool that has like a fountain or a pond with a fountain, it's like I'll sit there and just like take that in and I guess take a deep breath, close my eyes and relax and just listen to the sound of water. Water is water is good. Water is yeah. I feel like a big powerful thing for a lot of people. Especially bodies of water. Yeah, but not boats though. Boats are kind of dumb and I think we all agree on that. No, we don't. And the ocean definitely. Yeah, we don't like the ocean. We here at Distractable do not like the ocean. Go Great Pacific Trash Patch. God. <laughs> I feel like this is a not quite six foot tall opinion. This feels like a small man argument. You must be this tall to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the fallacy of a small man argument. It's like a straw man argument, but it's just it's just the thing a small man would say. A small man argument. Yeah, a small man argument. It's not, it's not a it's not an invented thing that you're arguing against. It's just that a small person would think that. So, mm, mm, mm. dude, would uh, would uh, like uh, uh, stilts count? Like the higher up you are, you have an opinion, or does it have to be actual like biological legs? If you lay on one of those medieval racks and stretch your body and break the bones and they heal uh, and you become taller okay. that way, it counts. But stilts, you didn't put in the work. You really want your opinion across, so you're on a rack like, I'm going to show you! Yeah! Just give me a second! You're going to know! But then your opinions would change because you'd have the tall man mind. I get the power of the tall mind. Yeah. Is that what I connect? I get high enough so I can get the signal from the hive mind up here. Yeah. Beaming into my brain. We are legion uh, up here. All right, okay. all right, all right. That that turned into a lot of extra conversation. Sorry, I wanted no. to do more relaxing, okay? Okay, relaxing, right. I we're gonna do another round of you relaxing us. Me mostly, but also the other competitor gets to participate. And this round, I'm gonna skip some of these other ones because they they sound funny, but they're not too different from the one we already did. But this one is slightly more different, but not that different still. We're gonna do guided self-massage. Self-massage. On camera? Uh, if you've had like a professional massage, if you've gone to like a spa or something, that, that is a great way to relax. But that can be expensive. Not everyone has access to like a spa or, or wants to do that, have someone else touch them. But you can massage yourself at your desk while you're at work. While you're, you can do you can massage yourself while you're recording, Wade. Yeah, but normally I watch suggestive videos while I do that. No, not like that. Oh, oh okay. Um, Different kind but of anyway, it's it's you know you can use oils if you want or whatever, but you don't need to. You can just literally just massage the the palm of your hand, and that can be relaxing. So I would like both of you to lead us in a relaxing two minute guided self massage. Don't make it dirty, make it relaxing. And I I acknowledge that those can be overlapping fields, but try try. The relaxiest one wins, and Wade goes first this time because... Again, uh, all right, I got it this time. Wait, did you go first last time? Yes. No, no, he didn't, so he goes first this time. Wait, what? Yeah, he goes, he's got to go first. I feel like this is a lie. Okay, Mark goes first this time. <laughs> On your mark, it's set. Relax me. Okay, so this is something I actually do, and it's not something I would suggest, uh, but... Trust me, for me, it works. So let me let me let me tell you. Like you gotta you gotta believe me on this one. So uh, make sure everything's out of your front pockets. So you gotta you gotta empty them out. You gotta have a front pocket. That's just my dick. Well, whatever. Just get it out of the way. Just fling it over your shoulder if you have to. Just like get it out of there. 
whenever I, I I don't do leg massages, I occasionally yeah I'll do that in hand rubs, but just start wailing on your legs. Okay. I literally just no, I'm dead serious. I literally just pound. How is yours so slappy? Are you doing fists or no fists? Not slap. Oh. What are you slapping? Well, your yours just sounds really slappy. No, with I your just... fists, okay. dig your knuckles in so that your knuckles impact with your quads. It feels like my knuckles impacting with my bone. Is that good? You hit the muscle, not the bone. So you're trying to. I just like like punch my quad a bit, and it relaxes the muscles. Mars is straight up disconnected. <laughs> he relaxed so hard he killed his connection. <laughs> he relaxed all the way off the internet. I'm waiting for the text. <clears throat> the text. The <laughs> Do your thighs feel better? Because mine don't yet. I I I kind of like it actually. I get what he's talking about. I got big. I got big legs. I'm a big feller, so I got big legs. It kind of hurts, but I can I can see this. Uh, do you think he knows he disconnected, or do you think he's just over there slapping away? Uh, that's a good question. Well, he probably doesn't see us anymore. Yeah, but does he ever look at us anyway? Not during. Hello? Hey, what happened? You thigh too hard? I don't know. It's just like my whole GoXLR disconnected, but the, the plug didn't come out or anything. It's just like I, I was wailing too hard, I guess. How much time I got left on my clock? Oh, uh, so uh, 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 Start and keep and I'll let you know. All right. So like I said... I literally just wail on my quads. I will lift my leg and I'll just start punching my calf, just really smacking it. And, you know, I don't do it so it's painful. It's not painful, but yeah, it's like a percussive massage, right? I, I, get, I, I get that actually. I kind of like that. Kinda, I kind of like, I, so I kind of just like, well, slam my quads into submission. Now what you're doing there. I'm two fisting it. I'm double fisting. I got both hands involved. Time is up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think I got my point across. I mean, I don't want to cut you off before you finish, but no, no, that's close enough. <laughs> I can finish. I can finish it up later. I can finish. It up oh, later. okay. You can just pick it up out there. You stop and then start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. That's kind of impressive. All right. Mm -hmm. So Mark punches himself to relax. Makes sense. All right, Wade. What do you got? All right, this is one I've actually had to be, I've had to do because of my shoulder um, and needing to get shoulder surgery, but I was going through physical therapy. One of the things I did was I would sit up straight and kind of like relax my shoulders a bit and tilt my head and just slowly tilt. And when you start to feel the pull, put your hand and kind of massage that area of the neck where you feel the pull. Massage that area a little bit and then you can actually like use your hand to pull your head a little bit further and massage that area a little bit. Kind of hold it for, I don't know, like 10, 15 seconds. And then you can relax, sit up straight again, switch sides, sit up straight, head tilt, kind of hold, feel that stretch. Just gently massage the area. Again, you can use one of your hands to tilt your head a little bit further. Then you can relax. And overall, it usually makes my neck and shoulders feel a little bit better. It's not a full two minute thing all the time, but you can do multiple sets so you can keep going. I usually do like two or three sets on each side, but after a while, at least with the shoulder pain I've had since uh, the slap tear, it's helped my neck and shoulders feel a little bit better, especially whenever it starts to feel tense or I get like pains through here. And that's the last legitimate one I have. The last, wasn't it the first? No, the first was very legitimate. You know what? That was delightful, Wade. 
And as a person who struggles with shoulder tension and neck tension, and especially headaches from that thing, because I almost constantly have a neck tension headache, uh, that's a banger. Yeah, they've gotten like 10 or 15 different exercises to do, but that's the one I do. Like, that's the easiest one. And just the one that like, I'm sitting, I'm feeling a little bit tense. It's like, okay, well, I'll just do the head tilt. As long as you slowly do it, you don't just like... I feel like you both deserve points, but in fairness, I'm going to give one to Mark and two to Wade. Thank you. That seems very fair. That doesn't seem fair. I feel very fair. Well, I liked Wade's better, so that seems oh, fair to me. Whatever. This, this method never fails. But, never. But it's so loud and slappy. Yeah, your leg steaks, they're tenderized. My, my hawks. <laughs> my hams are hawked, boys. Mm-hmm. Good. Tell me more. Ugh. <sighs> Nah, my hams are what they are. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Can we get lunch? Can we get some ham? This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh, <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself oh, a little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love you could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right yeah it wouldn't take much to transform my ride your ride's more like schrodinger's ride if you don't think about it it both does and does not exist it is possible but on ebay motors anything is possible with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits led headlights exhaust kits turbochargers bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it with ebay guaranteed fit they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com that's e-b-a-y-m-o-t-o-r-s.com eligible items only exclusions apply this one could be quick i want to just try this one and see see what comes up mark you referenced this another relaxation technique that i have used i don't do it currently but i for a long while i did this pretty regularly is a uh, repetitive prayer and or chanting uh it's used in in a variety of faiths uh, as a way of like chanting it's like meditation almost like a way of focusing usually you focus on a saying or a i mean slogan feels cheap but it's it's words of meaning right you say something in regards to your personal faith or spirituality or in regards to your place in the universe the one that i did translates to something like i am the universe and the universe is in me or something like that uh, it's not in English normally, it is in another language, but I want you guys, each of you, to come up with a slogan, and then I want us to chant as a group, 
and see whose slogan is more relaxing. Mm. It could be positive. Okay. It could be self-focused. It could be externally focused. Come up with the most relaxing slogan you can, and then it's going to be short. For, like, all three of us together are going to chant it for, like, 20 seconds or something. How short? Like, how many words? Uh, it can be, like, a sentence, like a long sentence. Uh, it should be something that's, that repeats eventually. So, you know, like a long sentence or a couple sentences that are kind of short. So just so that you loop it, right? Because the idea is to, for it to be a repetitive thing. So you get you loop it and loop it and loop it and chant it. Oh, I've got one already. That was so fast. I think I got one, but I'll I might have to justify it. Yeah, you can explain it if you want. If you want mm -hmm. us to think about something specific about the 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 thing we're chanting or contextualize it, you can do that. Uh, who has to go first this time? Is it actually Wade this time? Yes. Yeah. Wade, what's your what's your what's your chant? All right, what came to mind, and I don't know why, is a breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. And I think that that means taking a moment to just take in the breeze today will pay off tomorrow because of the relaxation you're taking a moment for. Are we doing the chant now? Yeah, so uh, I will start a timer. A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow, all, all in unison. So maybe Wade do it first, and then we'll join in and try and do it in unison for like 20 seconds. Ready? I'm going to do my first one here. A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. A breeze, a breeze today is a, is a bounty, bounty tomorrow. 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 A, a breeze today is a, is a bounty, bounty tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, really commit, Mark. Let's do this. I am committing. A breeze, I'm committing. A, a breeze today, today is a bounty, bounty tomorrow. Is a bounty tomorrow. Wait, why do you pause so long in between? We're, I'm trying to follow the rhythm you did the first time around. It's a very slow chant. I was a little surprised by that. Can I get one more reference one? Can I get Can I get a Wade reference one? A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. Okay, got it. A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. A breeze today is a bounty tomorrow. I feel like you're going slow, Mark. I thought, no, I was following it right on. The group that I used to do this with when we did it more regularly what initially when you would join, you know, a new person would join and you kind of be like, you'd watch and you'd be like, and you'd do it really quietly. Once you knew it, it was like we were all singing the same song. Like one person would do the the starting, there's like a starting line and then everyone else would just be like, yeah, and you like, it's like a thing. So, so I thought we were all three going to be in sync. I didn't know you guys were waiting to follow my lead. No, it's, there's latency. <laughs> no, there's latency. Well, that's true too. But anyway, I like I like that. That was I'm glad. I thank you for committing, Wade. I thought that was actually really nice. You're welcome. What do you have, Mark? Is it equally deep and relaxing? This one is like it's, so. There's a difference between for me for the purpose of why I would chant and focus inwardly. It's not so much to relax. It's more to focus the mind um, because that's what I run into a lot. I'm very good at relaxing. I think a lot of us are. We're very good at like doing nothing. Centering ourselves is a different facet of it in my opinion uh and so this phrase is actually something that i do say a lot and i do kind of i don't really chant it but i, I think it could work as a chant is the phrase is no one will do it for you um, mm. and i say that to myself a lot because it reminds me that it's kind of that my mentality is like no one's going to do it for me like if I want to do something, it's not so much I have to do everything myself, but just like to move the kind of goals I want to 
I got to, I always remind myself, it's like, no one's going to do it for you. No one knows what you want. So it's like, that's the thing. No one will do it for you. All right. Lead us off, Mark. No one will do it for you. No No one will do it for you. No No one one will do it for you. No No one one will do it for you. No No one one will do it for you. It sounds a lot more depressing when when there's other voices chiming in. It sounds a lot more depressing. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, whoa. I got to be 100% honest. Uh, You said it and I didn't think about it, but the moment we all started trying to do it together... My brain was like, I don't know if are you guys on TikTok very much at all, or is that nope. still pretty exclusively a me thing? Have you seen the 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 meme? Um, Let me do it for you. <laughs> that, yes, I know Let that me one. Do it for you, Kermy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're I, right. I, I, as soon as I started chanting it, my brain was like, Oh, <laughs> is this where that meme comes from? Did Mark invent that? <laughs> Didn't I? I will do it for you. Let me do it for you. (laughs) I like that as a mantra, too. That's very uplifting. I feel like that's, I mean, maybe not relaxing is not what it's meant to be, but it's like relaxing in in an empowering way, which is a a way to relax yourself. Do it. Positive self-talk is like a relaxation technique, and that's very sort of in that vein. And the way I think of it is like, especially within my head, I often notice like maybe it's an ADHD thing, but it's like there's always chaos inside my mind. It's jumping around a lot. You know, it's it's not quite so much like the memes do with it's like kick the rock, rock, rock. I think the video is stupid and not reflective <laughs> of my experiences with ADHD. <laughs> I think that's the, that's something else is going on there. Um, but for me, it's like there is there is an inherent chaos to it. So by trying to if you think of it like a Think of it like a bunch of vibrating rings, you know, it's like you're trying to get them all in harmony. You're trying to like they're all oscillating at different frequencies. So you're trying to like at least get a cohesive signal out of it. Um, And I think like having that sense of something to adhere to that is self not fulfilling, but self self embiggenating, self motivating, self actualizing yeah self-actualizing yeah self-motivating uh it's it does help me uh when especially when i'm like i it's it's hour 16 of doing some other random thing and it's like no one's gonna do it for you uh you gotta do it like um there's certain things that i'm just like yep you know i gotta do it if i don't do it no one's gonna pick up the slack it's just gonna not be done um so i gotta do it so it is helpful in that way and relaxing in a way because the chaos can be exhausting i do really want pringles after that (laughs) <laughs> Let me do it for you. Always going in the pr- uh, I guess the hose goat gets the Pringles out of the long can. <laughs> it was a little confused, but all right, got it. Uh, God, I like both of those. I feel like purely on the judgment that I, I kind of want to institute this in my own life now, just to see how it impacts me, because it's, I think it's interesting. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta give that point to Mark on that one. But like, I really liked both of those. I feel like they both deserve oh, points. But there has to be a loser because this podcast isn't compelling if everybody gets participation trophies, right? Right. I would take one. Anyway, you know what, Wade? I think you're gonna absolutely kill the last one. Excellent. I have one more. And it's a little more out there. This is not something that, uh, I don't know, there's not something I was familiar with that existed. And it's, I think it's really interesting. And uh, it's going to be an interesting challenge. But Wade, your philosophy background is going to really help you out, I think. Excellent. This last realization technique is called koan meditation. K-O-A-N. 
meditation. A koan is a riddle or puzzle that Zen Buddhists use during meditation to help them contemplate and, uh, and, and work on unraveling greater truths about the world and about themselves. So this is a very serious uh, practice. I'm sure that we're about to sort of have some fun with it, but uh, I hadn't heard of this. And this is, this is basically the practice of, you, we've all probably heard in some context, those proverbs. Uh, for example, this one I had heard previously, a, uh, a Japanese master, not in, um, during the Meiji era, received as a guest, a university professor, came to inquire with the master about Zen. Uh, Nanin served tea to his guest, and he poured the professor's cup completely full and then continued to pour. So he's, this Zen master is just pouring tea. It's pouring over the edges of this cup. It's clearly overflowing. The professor watched this until he couldn't contain himself anymore, and he exclaimed, It's over full. No more will go in. And very calmly, Nanin looked at the professor and said, Like this cup... You are full of your own opinions and speculations. How can I show you Zen unless you first empty your cup? And this is sort of a little riddle, proverb type thing, where the point is to meditate on this and examine the truth that the uh, Nanian, the master, is trying to show this person, but also then consider, you know, what does that mean to you as an individual? What does that mean in the context of the world? It's tricky because... The whole, a whole, a big part of uh, Zen, the Zen tradition, is you know this is not a question that has an answer. There's no way you can reason out like exactly what this means, exactly what the point is. But the idea is that it's supposed to enlighten you when, as you contemplate it, about what is the true nature of the Buddha, because it's a Buddhist tech, uh, Buddhist practice, and this sort of thing. I think this is fascinating because I like contemplating questions about the universe like this. I don't think I do a very good job figuring them out, but I wanted you guys to try and come up with your very own koans. Don't look them up. If you know some, you can use whatever knowledge you may have, but I want you to come up with a question that illuminates the universe. And I know this is an easy thing. I'm sure you have one just on the tip of your tongue already, but we could take some time. We could like cut some time out. Is, is, is what we're coming up with the analogy of a cup overflowing similar to that? Or is it like just one statement that elucidates? Everything? I want you to come up with your own koan, which is that the one I read to you is one that is, is a uh, riddle, but I want you to come up with your own riddle that illuminates the truth of the universe that we can contemplate and meditate on ourselves. Mark, you look absolutely stunned, shocked out of your mind, and Wade is like, ah, yeah, I got this. So you want us to come up with something that cohesively answers all the questions of the universe? No, no, no. In it, one... can po- it can pose one question. It could be oh, a simple okay. thing, but it needs to be a question that, that makes the person who's thinking about it contemplate something about the nature of the universe, the nature of the individual, something, some truth that you can pull out. But it can be simple. It'd be one thing because like this, the one that I read to you about the professor and the, and the Zen master, it's really, at least is my simple understanding. It's, it's about the nature of how do you, how do you be receptive to learning, right? How do you learn if you're already full of your own opinions? How do you accept new information? If you think you already know it, or you think you already have an opinion or a thought about it. It's about the Zen idea of, of like emptying yourself so that you're always learning more you're always receptive and and open and to whatever you know the universe has for you 
I am not a Zen practice practitioner, nor am I a master, but like, you know, something like that. Can I set up a scenario with mine that would technically involve more than the three of us, but to prove a point? Sure. Do you want Wade to go, Mark, or do you want some quiet Yeah, sure. Time? I'll, give me time anyway. All right. Go ahead, Wade. So imagine sitting in a room alone and you have a box of, I don't know, it doesn't matter, a box of Twizzlers. And it's too many Twizzlers for you. So you invite someone else to come and meditate and you split it 50-50. They get some, you get some. But you still have too many. So then that person invites and they invite and they invite and they invite. And it keeps on happening until you have a whole lot of people in this room. And you're splitting, but now there's not enough individual boxes, individual Twizzlers. You're splitting each Twizzler up and then you're splitting each strand up. And eventually you won't go from having too little to too many. The question posed, I guess, I don't know how to pose this exactly, so I'll have to formulate it, is trying to find that life balance of having enough people in your life. Not too few, but not too many. Because it's equally as bad to have too much as it is to not have enough. So having too many people that you're trying to please in life, you're going to fall short. But if you have no one, then you have no one to share life's bounty with. My takeaway is that were you using pull and peel Twizzlers as an example? Well, clearly. Yeah, those are the inferior Twizzlers and they're awful. Pull and peel strawberry Twizzlers are the only good kind of Twizzlers? No, they are the worst kind of Twizzlers and they shouldn't exist at all. I'm sorry, I don't like eating candles, so I don't eat regular Twizzlers. You can imagine it to be anything. You could have a box of chicken nuggets. You don't need a whole 20 piece, so you split it and you have 10 and 10. But then all of a sudden you have 30 people trying to split 20 chicken nuggets or 40 people, so on and so forth. It doesn't really matter what the food item is. The point mm -hmm. is you go from having too much for yourself to not enough for anyone if you overexert yourself, if you stretch yourself too thin. Original Twizzlers are still awful, but, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. I appreciate the question. I feel like I could meditate on that. It's, it's something I consider because I've had points in life where I felt like um, I remember in college, like everyone kind of went off to school to do their own thing. And I had a couple of friends that were still local, but it wasn't the same as like our group of like four or five that used to hang out. In more recent years, we've met so many people and had so many people uh, enter our lives through content creation and going to conventions, things like that, that there are days where it's like, I have way too many people. And it's like, I want to do this thing, but I feel like I haven't talked to this person in a while. So it's like, well, I got to do that. And I got to do that. And it's like, I don't have enough days in the month for all the different people I want to interact with in life. So I feel like I'm stretching myself too thin. So I found myself contemplating this just based on my own experience. Having too few friends, having too many friends, they're both equally problematic at times. Um, mine is, uh, I'm tr I was trying so hard to remember this story, so I'm just gonna tell a bastardized version of it. So there was a farmer who was trying to grow a fruit tree or something like that, you know, something to provide food. And he wished, 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 wished as hard as it could that it would grow faster. Uh, because the winter was coming and there wasn't enough, like he was worried that there wasn't enough time. Um, so he wished, you know, that the seasons would be good and the, the weather would be good. Uh, it wouldn't, uh, disease wouldn't come and stuff like that because he wanted to provide for himself, his family, something like that. Um, and he wished really hard and the tree still grew at the exact same rate. Of course, that's what trees do. But he still wished, he still wanted it. Every day he would get up and he would pray 
Every night he would lay down and pray. Every day he would go out and look at the tree and yell at it to grow faster and grow better. He would say to the tree, like, don't you know that my family's starving? Don't you know that I'm starving? Don't you know that, like, everything is counting on you growing? Eventually, like, winter came and the tree lost its leaves without ever giving fruit. Um, And so the farmer blamed the tree. The farmer, like, bemoaned the tree. The farmer, like, besmirched the tree and in winter went out with an axe and chopped the tree down. And so the tree was dead. The tree was dead, um, or at least that's what he thought. In the spring, he comes back and he's like, this stupid tree, it wasn't going to be in time, it wasn't going to grow. And then, you know, in spring, he comes back one day and he sees that there's a tiny sprout coming out of the stump where he was. And he looks at it and he's like, I thought you were dead. And he realizes that the tree was never going to grow faster no matter how much he wished it to grow. But the tree was also relying on the the farmer for caring for the tree and making sure that it was protected from things and, and things like this. This could be an analogy for like, obviously parenthood, but it's a, it's to a lot of different things. It's whenever you start on something of something that you want, it doesn't really matter how much you want it it's a matter of understanding that all things take time um, and all things uh, in the universe are not under your control. Even if it's your job to make a thing do a thing, it doesn't mean that it's going to work out. The change that you need to see is often imperceptible until you zoom out and see it on a bigger scale. And when he cut down the tree, he saw like it was still growing and it was still working. He just didn't understand the patience that it took and he didn't understand um, that it it didn't care what he desired. It was like, there's a balance to all these things. There's factors. There's there's the efforts that you can put in as a farmer to help give things the best circumstances to do what they need to do, or rather do what they were going to do and do what they're meant to do. But without a plan and without proper attention and without patience, you can be so focused on something else that you didn't realize there's a better way to put it, that he could have grown other things that would have grown faster as well, which also did not compromise his ability to grow that tree. Uh, So yeah, I'm telling a very bastardized version of this story, but I I like it because it it says a lot of things all in the same time. It says about the patience of how long things take to get them. It says about the futility of wishing for something to occur instead of focusing on the, or remembering the idea that it is currently in progress. It just takes time. And so that, that kind of like patience uh, is, I think, a valuable lesson. I thought it was a good version. You don't have to call it bastardized version. It was a good version of the story. It was much better written, and I, the hook at the end, I couldn't remember how the uh, the words really come together. I had to, like, it means these things instead of telling it in a really nice way. Look, if you were going to write that in a, you know, in a book of Mark's Proverbs, you could refine it over time, but I like, I like the idea. Well, I thought Wade would run away with this one, but this is actually really close. Because I like both of those ideas. Uh, Mark, you pick the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Really? Oh, really? 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 I guess. I don't know. Wade, how bad do you want to win? Winning, not winning, it doesn't matter. I'm nice and relaxed. No matter the result, I'm at peace. So you'd be at peace if I named myself the winner? Higher or lower? (laughs) Lower. Lower? Lower than an eight? 
What was an ace again? Was it higher or lower? I thought it was both, but I don't know. Both? Should I draw again? Fuck. Can we say aces are higher? Anyone got a joker? <laughs> What's the kid? <laughs> are you upset that I got it right? That was actually a test, and I was afraid you were going to fail by just purely naming yourself the winner by talking it out with Wade. But fair is fair. And you drew a six. God. And Wade called lower. So despite the fact that Wade won the points on the final round anyway, and so I was basically giving you a chance to redeem yourself, you redeemed yourself by naming Wade the official winner of today's episode. Okay, good. It all worth it. You got a moral victory, Mark, and Wade <laughs> got a real victory. Congratulations, Wade. Thank you. As a uh, philosophy major, I know how much a moral victory can mean, and usually it's not much. So I'm happy to have the real one. Thank you. You got a loser speech there, Mark? Yeah, I just want to say I don't think you need a stupid degree to know what losing feels like. (laughs) (laughs) You went to four years of school to learn how to lose. My degree's better than yours, dropout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I got I got a degree from the School of Hard Knocks, and I'm I'm one quarter <laughs> of the way through a master's in sports degree by absorbing it from Tyler. So I'm gonna have twice as many degrees <laughs> as you soon. How many how many seasons Ooh. of Go do you have to co-host with Tyler before you have a master's in sports <laughs> administration? I don't know. It's probably like a twenty-hour course. The whole program's like probably forty hours total. So I think I'm getting close. Yeah, I got to be getting yeah. close. How hard is it to master sports anyway? Uh, yeah, 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 that's exactly. nothing. That's no, you'll see, either. you'll see. I really enjoyed the poem that you guys found depressing, and then Tyler reminded you it was not, in fact, a poem. Which one? Are talking, what are you talking about? He, he read to you. There was an episode that you guys did. Oh, the eulogy. The eulogy, and you were like, "That's a sad poem," and he was like, "Mark, it's a eulogy." <laughs> so uh, maybe you could also get a master's degree in, uh, I don't know, becoming an undertaker or something now that you understand eulogies a bit better. Giving you googlies. Eulogies are, in fact, sad poems. Anyway, uh, thanks for participating, fellas. I feel like the whole tone of this one was a little different and a little, maybe not less chaotic, but less, uh, less wild than this show sometimes can be. I'm glad you gave us prompts because if you hadn't prompted us, the only other idea I had for a stretch was the hokey pokey. <laughs> so I was going to slowly walk us through that. But you giving us guided prompts, I was like, I can actually think of something like real for this. I mean, I would have accepted hokey pokey. That 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 would have been funny and relaxing. If we had another just physical one, it was coming. It was it was in the back burner waiting. I feel, I genuinely feel more relaxed than I usually do by the end of an episode. Usually at the end of an episode, I've, my mind is racing and I'm all uh, hyper and whatever. I was calm till I had to say higher or lower. Then my heart started racing again because it's like, well, which will it be? I don't know. But thank you for participating. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed a, b- a little bit more of a low-key, uh, really a thinking listeners episode, if you will. Uh, make sure you check out our merch at store.destructiblepodcast.com. Make sure you check out Mark at Markiplier, Wade at LordMinion777, or Minion77 on Twitch, three sevens. Seven, 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 you'll never find it. And I am Icekerm. Good luck trying to spell that one. Uh, this has been another episode of Distractable. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast so you know when the episodes are coming out. And make sure you listen on Spotify because you think you don't just listen, you watch on Spotify. And that's the only place you can do that. So for now, we're out of here. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Podcast out. <laughs> <laughs>